The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. It's interesting that these jobs are going the way they're going, and if you're the Texans, this is good news. Yeah, so all these jobs, I mean, I guess it's now the Texans... The Chargers seems to be sort of wide open. What I've gathered on the Chargers is the Chargers' preference is going to be Brian Dayball, and the Eagles is open. So we're down to three jobs left. It's starting to look more and more like there's a real chance that Eric Bieniemy just doesn't end up with a job. We're never going to be the guys who tell you, here's what we're betting just to bet. That's a path to ruin, and I know that there's a lot of people who will do that. They're going to give you a, hey, I think this is going to happen. And that's okay. That's that's totally fine. Uh, and, and and like I mentioned, if, if you want something to play, you know, I've played those games, but I played half units on those games. You know, I, I, yeah, I know everybody want, wants to bet, but just keep in mind, it, it, the one thing you, you hopefully get from this show is that we're not betting everything. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for hour number three. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. Text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. Miss the first two hours. That's some of the great stuff you missed. All available on podcastarena.com at some point. So uh, you can always go back and listen. And, um, you know, no matter how you're listening, whether it's on the app or watching on Twitch or listening on 97.5, 92.5, appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we still got a lot of good stuff for you for the last hour. Uh, so one of the things, uh, just to kind of follow up on what we were talking about with the Texans there, because you didn't get the whole conversation, uh, basically four jobs are filled now of the seven. So you're down to the Texans job. You're down to the Assuming char- the Lions officially hire. Yeah, Dan, I mean, it looks we, we like think it looks like all signs are pointing. To. Yeah, the 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 line. It looks like the Lions are going to hire Dan Campbell. Um, it, Arthur Smith is going to the Falcons. Robert Sala went to the Jets last night, and Urban Meyer took the Jaguars' job. So Robert Sala was the only one of that bunch that we looked at as a like a top tier candidate coming into this thing. We we didn't know that Urban Meyer was going to be anywhere. Right. But those other two guys, I don't think anybody was looking at them as like, oh, they, this is like one of the big names that's for sure getting a head coaching job this year. Because it's funny because all those names we haven't heard yet. I mean, with the exception of Sala, like I said. Uh, you know, um, Eberflus, we heard. Dayball, we heard. enemy we heard. None of those guys have been hired. No, and, and I, I'm really curious as to why Eberflus didn't take the interview here. Because uh, I just, just I, I assume I, I've got I've got a guess. Yeah, I mean, but you don't want to be realistically. I mean, you can't be that picky if if you're not even on the radar. Of some of these other teams. Well, like like I said, I, I believe if you are a guy who, if this isn't your first opportunity, or Urban Meyer is another good example. Urban Meyer could tank 
in Jacksonville and still get another shot at a head coaching job because he's had enough success, got enough of a track record. If you t- if the very first NFL job you take ends up being a total bust, chances are good you're not going to get a second chance, right? So I think these guys looked at the Texans and said, oh, that's scary. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just assume that he either thought they had their mind made up or he already has another job. And his name hasn't come up on any of these other jobs. So, you know, I and Frank Reich's not going anywhere. And, no. I, and I don't know if his stock's going to go up. So, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's, it, it's really odd. But, I mean, I, because I, I don't think he's that kind of a tier of a coaching candidate where he should say no. Just because right. it's a crap job, but um, but the the only one that I wanted the Texans to talk to was Sala. Uh, all right, Arthur Smith, I think is is interesting. That just feels like an Atlanta hire. I mean, a, a Smith. Mm, haven't they done that before? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to get into because we were talking about whether or not Urban Meyer is going to be a success in the NFL. Uh I I have the guys who made the transition from college and how they did. And you tell me if they were a success or not. And then I'll uh, and then whether or not they were more successful than Urban Meyer in college. Okay. Butch Davis hired by the Browns in 2001 went 24 and 35. Uh, obviously not a success. Now, let me also point out he was a defensive coordinator with the Cowboys before he went to Miami. Yeah, so it wasn't like a <laughs> yeah, uh, that. That's not a for your first NFL experience, right? Uh, Steve Spurrier, twelve and twenty. No, and basically he didn't have anybody from the NFL on his staff, which is part of the no. Problem. He did not. He he did, I, he was one of those guys. It almost felt like he was his own undoing. Yeah. Nick Saban, fifteen and seventeen. I think we know how that one turned out. No, not I. I'll say this: two seasons, you know, in Miami with with the situation that he with that he was dealt. I I don't think that it, it's necessarily a fair shake, you know, to yeah, say but, like he, he. But wasn't I, he I in know. on thinking Dante Culpepper was better than Drew Brees? Yes, okay. that and that's kind of the, you brought that on yourself, sir. The oof. Yeah. Uh Bobby Petrino. Three and ten. Obviously a disaster. Yeah. Uh Jim Harbaugh, forty nine nineteen and one with the forty ers I would say success. Yeah. And got him to the job that he really wanted. Yep. That's paying him very, very handsomely win or lose. For you can't an, beat that. For another five years. Yeah. Uh Greg Schiano. I've forgotten he went to Tampa. Yeah. It's no, pretty forgettable. Not, not, not a good run. Eleven and twenty-one. Um, you know this one. I don't think was that bad uh, because the Bills were not very good when he got there. But Doug Marone going from Syracuse to Buffalo, he was fifteen and seventeen, and then they won- he went nine and seven, and then he left. It was it was, yeah. it was a weird situation. It was a really weird situation. Um, I, I didn't. I never liked Doug Marone. To begin with, I didn't like when the like I didn't like the Bills hiring him because I mean he was basically a 500 coach at Syracuse. Yeah, he was a middling coach there. I mean, it, it just didn't make sense to me like that he would be a, a head coach in the like he the resume he put together in college didn't scream. Oh, this guy's got to get an NFL job. It's, it was just a really odd situation and clearly some good old boy stuff going on. But um, I, I would say that. 
Well, and I mean, he's he's been worse than a 500 coach in in the NFL. So while his and I don't remember what his record was the first year. I mean, he was a five and eleven, six and ten range. Uh, but the, the, those the two years that he spent in Buffalo, they were very mediocre. I wouldn't call him a total failure, but right when it seemed like he was starting to get something going, he'd left, and it was weird because it, it's not like he left. To, to he went, he went to basically he, he took a step down. He went from being the head coach of the Bills to being like the the offensive line coach in Jacksonville. It was a really odd situation. Uh, Chip Kelly, twenty six and twenty one with the Eagles. I think he was very much like O'Brien in that. I don't know the, a worse GM than he was a, a coach. Yeah, yeah. I think the GM thing was the problem. And and next on your list is Bill O'Brien, who probably one of the more successful ones, fifty two yeah. and forty eight as a head coach. Not not that bad. Uh, and again, though, I mean, he was an NFL guy who went to college for two years. Right. So let's not – I don't think that's equal to what we're talking about here. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, 13-18-1 in two years. Yeah, it's still an incomplete to me. I, I mean, I, I think that most people thought he'd have more success by now, but uh, he was also I – <laughs> I, I, he was, yeah, he wasn't, a, he wasn't like a brilliant coach in college. This wasn't – you know, like Mike Leach had Tech on the precipice of, of, you know, getting to the playoff back in the day. This is a different – I mean, he had the best quarterback in the in the NFL right now in college and was basically a 500 coach. So – had a losing record with him the last year, if I, yeah. if I remember right. Um, and then Matt Rule, I also think incomplete. They were 5-11 and 11 this year, but I think that was a well-coached team for – you know, it, sometimes – you look at a record and say, oh, this coach sucks. And, and the reality is, like, there was a year that uh, Chuck Pagano went like 8-8 eight and eight without Andrew Luck. And I thought that was about as good a coaching job as a guy could do. Yeah. But you never get credit for that, right? No, because hey, you're 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not good enough. You didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, you did it without Andrew Luck. And, you know, that's uh, – I think Curtis Painter was playing, if I'm not mistaken, and guys like that. <laughs> and, and the team was competitive every game. To me, that's a, uh, you know, it, 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 there is something to be said for that. Well, I mean, it's like uh, Flores this year. Uh, yeah. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs, but given expectations, given the situation, you know, going, they're switching quarterbacks all season long, you have to say it's a successful year. Well, and, and even last year where they did not have a good record, the second half of the season, that team got better and better and better. And you could see the improvement. And to me, that's good coaching. And, again, you look at the record and say, ah, that's not very good. But then it continued this year, and they, they damn near made the playoffs. And when they when they trade for Deshaun Watson, they'll, they'll be a Super Bowl contender. So, yeah, there's that. All righty. God, I love this song. Yeah, I was actually singing this earlier today, too. Still just a rat in a cage. All right, quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Well, power play for our Sabres here early on. It's way too early yet to even care. I know you want to watch the Blackhawks, uh, Aaron. You can you can put it on the Blackhawks because it's not, I don't really I'm flipping back and forth. I don't really pay attention to the third period of a game. I bet so. Um, Smash, so do you have any advice for betting NBA? I do fairly well on NFL and NCAA football, but I'm losing consistently on the NBA. I don't. I, I wish I did. I don't bet NBA. I have maybe made two or three NBA plays in my life where I, I knew a player was going to be out or something like that. Just, I, I've never been good at betting the NBA. It's a, it's an under. Uh, I mean, it's it's a loser's game for me. I, I just don't mess with it. Yeah, it, it's it, and you know, it's kind of like we try to talk about anything else. If, if you're not good at something, don't do it. You know, I, and I, I used to bet the NBA, and I just wasn't very good at it. And I started to realize, God, I would, I would say, thank God, I'm making consistent money betting college basketball, or I wouldn't have a house because. <laughs> I, I I just don't win betting the NBA, and the same same went for Major League Baseball. So I I've finally just decided, you know what, I've got to get to the point where I'm okay, you know, going through these seasons where I don't have any action. I just you know in the summertime if there's you know if there's a fight card or something I'll bet on that, but I, I just don't bet during the summertime because there's nothing for. I'm, and when I say the summertime, I mean after March Madness right. and before football. There's just nothing for me. I go through that dry spell and and. I, I just let whatever happens happen. Uh, I, I used to want that that action every night, and and I've started to realize it's just not worth it. So the advantage I have is I have horse racing year round, so I, yes. I I'll always have something. And you have hockey and, and hockey and Canadian football, yeah, uh, which is during the summer. So I've I've got plenty of stuff there, and yeah, I just I don't study the NBA enough to be able to do well at it. And you know, I'd, I'd like to be able to give you. A, some tips on that but it would just be guesswork and the key is don't play don't play what you like to watch play play what you win and i like i have a buddy i have a buddy who the the best sport he like his most profitable sport is women's tennis and every single year he makes a ton makes a killing on women's tennis I, i mean i'd have a hard time watching a lot of women's tennis but I mean, I, 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 it's me with college basketball. I don't, I don't love watching college basketball, but it's, it's, uh, I, f- I find it to be a soft spot, so I, yeah. I, uh, I try to make money off of it. Well, and, and I, I know a couple pros who, uh, uh, they don't like college basketball either, but they do very well at it, and they yep. feel like there's value there. And well, the, it's, it's because there's so many games, right? Like they, they it's hard to get a, a firm line when there's, you know. Game, there's boards where there's a hundred games sometimes. Like on a Saturday, there's a hundred games on the board. It's hard for Vegas to be sharp everywhere. Yeah, and you know that's one reason why I, I like betting the CFL. It's not like they spend a ton of time yep. on Canadian football setting the lines, and there is some some opportunities and value there and trends that they don't pick up. And, and that's you know, and that's why I do it. Now, and do I watch every one of those games only when the Riders are playing because the wife wants to watch them, but. I'm not going to watch every Montreal Ottawa game. Uh, well, I can't. I mean, I can't watch every college basketball game. I watch as many as I can. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I, you know, if I don't have any, like if I've got a game a, a night where I've only got you know one play or or two plays, and and 
you know, those games are over. I'll watch random teams just to see if I can pick up some stuff on them. But I, I don't, you know, I, I, it's you can't watch every college basketball game. At some point, you have to trust the numbers you get. The, the good thing about college basketball is there's a couple websites where there's numbers galore to go off of. Namely, Ken Palm yeah. is really if if you pl- if you're going to bet college basketball, you got to shell out your twenty bucks a year for your Ken Palm subscription. It, it's just it's almost impossible to win if you don't have access to those numbers. I mean, I guess you could go through it all yourself, but who who wants to do that? Yeah, I, I mean, and I guess the, the, the long way to get to it is I, I will bet on anything. I'm not one of those people who is, uh, you know, has to be passionate about something to bet on it. Uh, but I I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty detached because I'm not really emotional about anything and, and, and betting's another thing that I don't really get that emotional about. So I don't have to care about the NBA to bet it. I just don't study it enough to be able to do it well. And I don't have the interest in doing that because I have enough other stuff that I am interested in that I, that can carry me the rest of the year. So yeah. Um, Astro I just got my COVID vaccine. No third arm yet. It, it is day one. <laughs> Give it time, my friend. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm supposedly. Hopefully, it's a cool mutation when you get it, and not some garbage mutation. Yeah, like I, I'd like a, like a long arm with a claw. You know, that'd be kind of like, badass. Can, I'm going for like a Professor X vibe. You know, where I can go get into other people's heads. That'd work for me. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, well, we're talking about getting like real mutations, huh? Well, oh. I was thinking, yeah, if we're going to become mutants, it, I mean, I guess you could just. Like it, it, even like turning into a beast from X Men would be kind of cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, you're but, blue but, and furry, but I mean, you've got some good powers. Hey, not everybody gets to be Wolverine. Yeah, I'd take Nightcrawler. Yeah, I'd, underrated X Men. Yeah, I'd take Jean Grey. Oh yeah, she's got some powers. That's power. Yeah, yeah. Or I could just shape shift. I, I wouldn't mind that. Shape shifting would be pretty cool. Yeah, but you know what I'd do? I would turn into a criminal. I would, I would, uh, I'd be the guy who shapeshifts into the bank manager and then walks out with all the money. You know who'd be there to stop you? <laughs> no, you wouldn't, because guess Wrong what? Universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's damn. that's true. But you know what I would do then? Then I would morph into him and say, "He's the phony. <laughs> I'm the real Batman." Uh, let's squeeze in a call, Brian. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Sports. Hey, so um, these upcoming NFL games, I feel like it's really hard to find a number that's wrong. Um, and I guess it's just because it's a big sample size. So are you, have you all find anything in, like, prop bets or anything like that? And secondary, um, I really missed the R.J. Bell, uh, I guess, Friday afternoon segment or segment and a half. Um, you think we'll have R.J. back next year? I, I hope so. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, we RJ and I talked, and I knew we needed to take this season off. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get him back next year. As far as the NFL, like playing props, I, I said probably, you know, I, the prop I think is, the, and I don't know if it's considered a prop, but it's it's a it's certainly a not a, a regular total or or side, but I, I think the 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 first half over for the Browns at ten is a, a pretty valuable number. I, I think that the Browns, if they're going to compete in this game. They need to have some kind of scoring. I liked the over. The, the value's been kind of sucked out of that. That's 
the total in the Chiefs-Browns game has been moved more than any other line on the board this week, and I think it's gone up three points. Uh, so I, I'm not looking to play it now, but I, I'd still like to be invested in, in that game, having a lot of points scored, so I, I dug into it a little bit, and that Browns team total over in the first half seems like maybe the best way to do it. Because I, the concern is it, it, playing full game over for the Browns, even if you play full game team total over, if if the you know if the Browns are chasing, it's hard to trust them to catch up because they're not a good they're not a good passing team. Uh, if the Browns are if if the Browns are running the ball well, which they will in the first half, they're going to run the ball. If that's working for them, they should be able to get over ten points. All right. Um. Yeah, I I, I don't hate any of those, I, and I I'm going to spend a lot more time on on props next week because once we're down to two games. That's where I'm going to have to find value, right? It, it's not, uh, it, it's not going to be in the line, and it may yeah. not, and it probably won't be in the total. But there, there are some good props that you can find, and you know, and, and like you were talking about the the Bills against tight ends. What's uh, Andrew's number for yards? I, I'd have to look at it. Usually, the props like, today is the first day you're probably going to be able to get any real money down on props. It's not like right. the like it's not like the Super Bowl or the college football championship. Like usually, you wait till the day before. They, I mean, to to be able to put any real money down on those. Yeah. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Yeah, kind of an interesting thing going on uh, the Twitch channel. Are asking what's the first thing you want to go do when everything gets back to normal when we all get the vaccine and everything gets opened again and and you want to go to a swingers party uh no i don't want to go to a swingers party <laughs> not unless i don't bring the wife uh no i think i want to go to vegas for the weekend oh that'd be nice uh and not 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 to work just to go yeah. and play some poker and uh, just enjoy it i think that would be that's probably first on my list. I think second on my list, I want to get back to Canada and spend some time at the lake. Um, yeah, my wife is. Uh, she's try. She's you know she she has her little photography business on the side, and uh, I say on the side like it's from her other job, and she doesn't really have a job besides that. Uh, but she's putting some money aside, uh, and we're and credit card miles and stuff like that. We may uh, do a, a a Europe trip next year. Uh, for for a week or so, yeah, we've we've we're, we're looking at twenty. Assuming things are normal, yeah, like, you know, yeah. We were, and we're, I told her, I mean, if we tried to go to Europe now, it'd be a giant waste of time. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know, you couldn't leave England. Um, but yeah, we're 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 looking at maybe Costa Rica uh, next in twenty twenty two, but it's not going to happen this year. Um, because we we've been talking about going there for years, and we actually had planned to, and then of course the Rona hit, so. Uh, um, I'd, I'd like to do that. I would like to get back to Europe, but a lot depends on what happens here over the next few months with, uh, with some of the things I'm working on because, uh, you know, realistically, yeah, I was thinking into 2022, I would think about retiring from radio and things are happening. You've, you've said that almost every year since I've known you, but things are <laughs> happening now that I might be able to do it at the end of this year. And if that's the case, there'd be a lot of traveling, Just travel around the world, play some poker and. Write some more novels, but I don't know that I'm. I don't know that I'm quite ready to pull the trigger on that yet. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
When it comes to sports betting, SportsMapBets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, SportsMapBets has all the info you need to make the best play. SportsMapBets.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Aaron has some breaking news. Uh, The Yankees and Corey Kluber are close to finalizing a deal. Oh, that's great news. Hmm. Right? Great news for the league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like now you want the Yankees to be good so that the damn Dodgers don't keep winning. Well, that's true. You so, got to wherever you can get them. Yeah. I mean, it has been a while since he's been good. I mean, yeah. Right, well, it's been a while since he's been healthy. Right, that's what. Right. I mean, but he was, uh, I guess 2018 was his last pretty good year. But, uh, you know, hey, if, if he's right, then it just. The stronger get stronger. Yep. So okay, so the Leafs already have a goal. We're on our way to six and a half there. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – are, are, I guess the Astros signed a Cuban guy that everybody thinks very highly of. Yeah, they had a pretty good list of international signings. I I won't pretend like I know much about any of these guys uh, other than uh, Kucheng Mo, uh, who I haven't seen uh, – I haven't seen made available yet, but – that's who the Astros should have just given their entire offseason budget to, if you ask me. Well, the greatest player in Korean baseball history, but yeah, but didn't he get hurt at the end of the season? He did, but he was back pitching in the uh, in the Korean Cup or whatever the hell they call it. Oh, so it, it wasn't the Korean equivalent of Tommy John? No, 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 it's not that bad. What, what would you call that? Uh, Don't answer that. I'm setting you up for a really, really, really bad situation. Uh, latest odds on uh, who will be the Chargers coach? Your favorite, Brian Dable. Plus yeah, that's a guy that they've been talking about. That's that's certainly their target. Second favorite, though, at, at plus 350, I mean, right behind him, Brandon Staley. Uh, a, okay. name, a name that's been getting a lot of pop lately. Lately? It, it didn't early in the, uh, no. in the process. No, but uh, his name's come up in a couple jobs now, and I think the Texans were going to interview him, too. Eric B. Enemy third at 8-1. to one. That is not a good number. Um, that's saying no. Joe Brady yeah. eight to one. Josh, Funny, I mean, yeah, when you think of all these names, Joe Brady and and Eric Bieniemy and uh, you know Brian Dable, like somebody's going to be left out, <laughs> which is pretty wild to think. All these guys who oh, we yeah. thought were yeah. were locks for for big jobs, some of them are going to be left out because of some of the surprises, like Dan Campbell being a surprise. Yeah, I, I think that. I think Urban Meyer deciding he wanted to be in the yep. NFL that took took away another spot. Um, yeah, I, I still don't know about the Arthur Smith thing. I don't know why the, the Falcons fell in love with him because I, I don't really like him as much as I do a lot of these other guys on the list. I don't think he's bad. Well, he, their last game will leave a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, Josh McDaniels would also leave a bad taste in your mouth. 10 to one. Boy, jo- I, I'm still hearing Josh McDaniels name to the Texans and that it's just terrifying. Yeah. I, well, no, you know what? To me. That would be the best thing because I will never pay any attention to this team again. 
I mean, there, there'd be no reason to ever. So, uh, and then Jason Garrett, twelve to one. Boy, if you're a Charger fan, well, if you're a Charger fan, you probably don't exist since since you moved to L.A. because you pissed true. you pissed off everybody in San Diego, so they don't love you anymore. And there's like four fans in L.A. that love you. Uh, so never mind, you're not going to get mad if they hire Jason Garrett. You'll be oh, okay. And so yes, didn't Dayball go to high school with the GM for the Chargers? I know they have some kind of relationship. I don't know exactly what. But it so is. do so does Dayball with Easterby and Casario. Yeah, stop. Just stop with that. Don't don't we don't stop mentioning Easterby. Um, okay, Dayball has a relationship with Nick Casario. Does he? Yeah, he was only there like a couple of years. Um, Saints Patrick asked, curious why Wink hasn't gotten any looks. Uh, I, I, I'm curious too, but I, again. Maybe we just haven't heard about it as much because they've been they're playing, you know. Uh, Byron Byron Leftwich plus seventeen hundred that can't be a good hire, right? Uh, I I like Byron Leftwich. I, I, it's another guy that I think should get a little more consideration. But yeah, I think Byron Leftwich is probably going to end up being a college coach. Well, it, it it's possible, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens if you know if the the they go on a good run here. I think his stock could go up for next year. Yeah, that, that's part of what you have to do, too. If, if you do go deep in the playoffs and you're not getting interviews because you're going deep in the playoffs, you kind of set yourself up for next year, which, hey, at least... But well, we thought that about being me last yeah, year. Yeah, but he at least interviewed with, what, six teams? All of them but the yeah. Texans. Well, and then what happens is when you finally don't make the playoffs, well, it blooms off your rose. Yeah. And it's like, eh, are we so sure about this guy? So... Uh, let's get Mark on. He's got a UFC question, which a bunch of people wanted to ask about. So let's, let's do it. What's up, Mark? Hey, sports fellas. Sports to you. Hey, quick question for AJ. Uh, it's actually a two-part question. The first one is, uh, with the fights tomorrow, I want to see what you think about that Max Holloway and Cater fight. Cater's been looking like a savage lately, and I just want to see what you think, uh, his chances are of beating Max Holloway, which seem like they're pretty slim and uh also the fights next weekend the, the big mcgregor poirier do you think that's going to be a a repeat of the first fight or do you see things going differently i hang up a listen i think poirier has been more focused than mcgregor has in in the last you know year or two uh obviously been more busy uh i i would i would lean to saying that poirier is able to get some revenge in that one as far as the cater holloway fight i i think this is it, it may be one of the best fights of the year um Cater is going to probably turn. A, he's probably going to cause a lot of damage. Um, you know, if if Holloway's chin is gone at all, you may you may see a late knockout for uh, for Cater. But I think Holloway is going to set a good tempo early uh, and, and probably win a decision. But you know, when you think about it, before the the Volkanovski fight, there was it seemed like there were some some. It didn't seem like there was a lot of holes in his game. Uh, the Cater is going to be able to make adjustments over the course of the fight, and and Holloway, his game changes as fights go deeper. He he starts to take more risks. So uh, he he's like an early feel out process guy, and it could come to you know he he opens up more, and that could open him up against a, a heavy hitter like uh, like Cater. So I don't know. It, it, it's a it's a really good matchup to me. I think it's it's a, a great way to start off the 2021 year. Uh, I don't have a great feel either way. If I, I'd, I'd probably lean to Holloway with a decision, or I, I'd try to find some money on a cater with a, a cater inside the distance. All right, 
I've now let me preface all of that with uh, I ended 2020. Uh, 2020 2020 was a great betting year for the UFC for me. December 2020 was an awful betting month for me. Uh, I just could not get anything going in the, at the end of 2020. So um, I, I, I'm I'm not even I'm not putting a dollar on the card tomorrow. I'm just going to watch it and see how see how my uh, my leans work out. And if things are good, then maybe I'll jump back in the fire next week. All right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in, be happy to uh, squeeze in a call here. Uh, can I say, I, I know that this is going to sound bad, but can I get on Rockets fan for a minute? I mean, it's your show, Fred. Uh, did you see that they uh, basically went in and gave a bunch of one-star reviews to the restaurant that he hasn't opened yet? <laughs> yes. Um, guys, that is the most childish thing on the planet. And you, you know who you're hurting. You're not hurting James Harden. You know, the, the people in your community who are going to work there, the money that was going to go into your community, that's who you're hurting. Well, I mean, we said the same thing when Aisha Curry had her restaurant. Yeah, and... but, but I supported that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's true. You're not hurting the uh, – you're not hurting James Harden. And he's not really even involved in it. He just put money into it. Right. But what about the But there's a lot of people saying they're not going to support the Dynamo. Mm-hmm. Like, he, bur- he burned a lot of bridges, dude. <laughs> the uh... – They'd have to start supporting the Dynamo well, before they that's, stopped. That's a fair Come statement. On. Fair statement. But I don't. That, that's that's just dumb, guys. I mean, and and to not support the Dynamo, if you if you like the team, go support the team. I mean, well, I you know what I I won't say because they they suck so bad. But don't don't go screw a restaurant and people who yeah, are trying sucks. to make a living and. You know the that it's not like they're getting making a ton of money. They're just trying to get by. So, you know, somebody says the comments were actually funny. Yeah, sure, but you know what? There's people who don't know that that's James Harden's restaurant, and they and they don't read the comments. They look at this and they see the one star rating, and and, and it impacts somebody's business. You don't yeah. mess with somebody's business, man. That's uh, I'm against that. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. That's it. That was the only thing I wanted to be mean about. And okay. It wasn't that hey, man. Bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, man. F*** that. Did you see the, uh, you know, they, they don't have fans in the stands at these hockey games. Right. Did, did you see what the uh, Colorado Avalanche guy did when uh, they were on break? Because apparently there's nothing to do. What? Um, he, but I didn't. Obviously, I'm not watching a hockey well, match. It, it, it's, it's got nothing to do with the hockey itself. But it's one of those off-the-court kind of things. Um, he basically projected a game of solitaire on the rink for on-ice entertainment <laughs> between periods. Which, <laughs> and it's like the whole rink. It, 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 so it's on, it's on TV uh, for, for the people watching the feed. But, uh, yeah, that was his entertainment, playing solitaire and putting it on the, you know, putting it on during intermission because you know what that's another group you don't think about the guys who do the stuff at the arena for fans yeah you're and, right i and, don't think about them yeah well you're that's because you're a heartless son of a bitch but that's okay <laughs> uh, 
And we send a mob to Easterby's Easter, Easter house or Cal's house to force their hand play. No mobs, guys. Have we not had enough of mobs over the no last No mobs, year? no rioting. We learned this, right? This is bad. No, we haven't learned anything. Because they're talking about going to the <laughs> I've learned. state capitals next week. Just stop with, you know what, let's just, no more riots. No more uh, going to storm somebody's house. Because you know what's going to happen? You knuckleheads will break into Cal's place and break his vases. Or they vases. That, that's what's going to happen. And then you'll end up on the no-fly list. Exactly. That's no way to go through life. Or worse yet, you'll wind up off the waiting list for Texans tickets. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, now you've got them. Give me your deposit. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, and by, by the way, spend a bunch of money on this PSL, too. Right. All right, I got to tell you guys about something that won't won't leave you feeling bad. That's Carbach, man. Uh, you're you're looking for some good beer. Carbox got it. You're looking for some good not beer. Carbox got that now. How about that? The ranch water is a massive success already. Uh, just a, I mean, they brought it into us early, and it is a really, really tasty deal. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot, and I think you will too. If you don't like it by itself. Uh, which is very good by itself, very refreshing and and very uh very 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 good flavor. But I'd like I've been liking to mix it with some tequila, and man, it'll get you there. It'll it'll get you feeling right, Bubba. And if you uh if you're into beer, they've got beer too. If you're like I don't want ranch water, I go to Carbach for beer. Well, they've they've got it, of course. And uh, they've got all you can handle out at the restaurant. Open seven days a week. Fantastic spot for food, for drinks, just for a good time. Uh, stop by and check it out. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to see the latest going on with the brewery. And when you're out and about this weekend, grab yourself some Carbock. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Last segment of the week. Well, Fred, do you want a halftime score from the uh, the eight-year-old the 76ers game? I'd love to hear it. As long as there's a score in the halftime score. There is a score. It's it's not good though. Uh oh. Yeah, not good at all. Uh, it's better than last week. Okay. Because right now they're only on play on pace to lose thirty two to nothing. It's sixteen zero at halftime. Mm. Um, my son has three fouls, uh, all for shoving other children to the ground. Uh oh no, two for shoving a kid to the ground. The other one. A kid was on a breakaway, and Holden just grabbed his shirt and held on to it as hard as he could. <laughs> so 
I guess it's one way to keep the, you know, f- listen, there's good fouls and bad fouls. That sounds like a good foul. You yeah, don't want to give him an open layup. Uh, but, yeah, no scoring for the Sixers yet. Still on pace to score zero points this year. Mm. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. It's mm. hard to win games like that, isn't it? Yeah, I think you win 0% of your games when yeah. you score zero yeah. points, unless there's a forfeit. But then don't that, they, Oh, I can't wait. I hope someone has to forfeit. But don't they give you a point and make it one I think, nothing? yeah, it's mm. one nothing. Boy, it'd be kind of cool to try to go the whole season without a point. It'd be impressive. Mm. It would make you, uh, I don't know about you, would that make you want to not play anymore? Yes. I think it would me too. Like, you, I don't when know. You're, I mean, if you're historically awful to where you can't even score a point. Well, yeah, we talked about with my kid's soccer. I mean, it made him not yeah. want to play soccer because their, their team was just so awful. Nice kids, but that's a problem. All they had was nice kids. Yeah. So, all right, let's... Uh, Let's do a little stupid stuff. Yeah. Stupid stuff. We've said this week. Canada's best player, uh, Aaron, as a Blackhawks fan, will know this. It's a kid named Kirby Doc. Uh, that was That's last, last week. It never updated for me. Give me one second. Uh, oh, no. I, uh, I tried to, you know, I thought I gave you enough warning. <laughs> uh. Oh, well, we know what. Aaron, is it too late to add uh, to stupid stuff? Yeah, a little bit. But now <laughs> we've got the. The new one, the updated okay, version. Okay, well, let's hear that then. Yeah. Stupid stuff we've said this week. Dude, I would take a massive package for him right now because... Yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, because, you know, who wouldn't? So. <laughs> You're all about taking massive packages. Oh, yeah, who is it? <laughs> I don't know that I have enough love in my body for more than one group of basketball teams. That's all right, Fred. I just, I don't have it. You can only fit what you can fit. That's it, exactly. I'm very small when it comes to that. That's right. All right. You so. have a tiny heart like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, well, in... in it ain't growing, so... No. <laughs> Christmas won't fix that, my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's time for Cal to give him a hug and say we got to go in a different direction. Or as Cal says, I'm going in a different direction. <laughs> we have to go in a different direction. Dur- Man, Nick Saban is so good. My guess is he's not good at anything else. Oh, certainly he's not. Pro- he'd probably be a horrible father because he... He's all football. He's so I mean, doesn't his, doesn't his daughter occasionally go on Twitter and uh, and, and cape for him? I think maybe I, I don't know, but she seems to love him at least. Oh, oh, I love him, and he, my daddy. What do you think the name of the strip clubs are in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin? The Laughing Cow, the Happy Heifer. Maybe because <laughs> although I, I don't think women do not like being called heifers, they hate that. That's almost like the c word. They definitely do not like being called that. But I think the happy heifer is what your strip club is in. You know, he's out of the cheese factory. Max on Twitter says utters. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good name. Dairy Queens. That's a good one too. Yeah. That's from yeah. a texter. Dairy Queens. That's solid. <laughs> Just FYI, Granado talked about it this morning. Oh, crap. Mm. So do we just go home now? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think John's John's probably done the rest of the show already. Yeah, you know what? He's also... Everything we've got planned for hour three, John's already done. (laughs) 1642, Galileo. Dead at 77. Galileo. Galileo Figaro. Magnifico. You guys never harmonize with me when uh, I sing. Yeah, well, just, that one's a hard one to harmonize. Those, those guys hard to harmonize when you haven't picked a key yet. Yeah, well, that's true. You kind of bounced around a little bit. <laughs> Don't tell me how to harmonize, Aaron. I'm the best singer on this show. Maybe you've heard of a little song called Jim of the Day. Mm. You're right. 
Thank you. I mean, and you did have one that got all the way to number two with the uh, positive. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. COVID update. Yeah, that's... That one didn't. Li- that one wasn't. It didn't have the staying power. Well, because we quit having positive updates to give. <laughs> that's right. Was it your fault? It wasn't the song's fault. Uh, but at least you weren't a one-hit wonder. You're, you're certainly the most commercially successful singer. Thank you. I'll give you that. <laughs> that's going to have to be a different James Harden than we've seen for eight years here. And it's always possible. It's always possible he could change. Sure. Unlikely, but possible. In, in, in Rocky Four, Rocky changed. The fans changed. And if they can change, everyone can change. That's right. No. Let's just use Rocky Four as a metaphor for life. Oh, it is. It is. It's one of the, the great movies ever made for life metaphors. Like, it looks like pictures that you've seen from inside, like, the Capitol and the White House with the adornments I, I, on the doors yeah, but you and know everything. What, you know you know what doesn't give me a boner? The Oval Office. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was uh, about to say. The last thing I want to do while some chick is grinding on me is look at a picture of Bill Clinton. <laughs> I mean, that that's, I mean, it's just not going to work. Look at a picture of Chester A. Arthur. Oh, God. Warren G. Harding. Yeah. Franklin Pierce. I don't need that. Yeah. Stupid stuff. That's it this week. Ah, fun week, gentlemen. Fun week. It's been fun, boys. It's been real. But now I have the image of a heifer grinding on me while I stare at Bill Clinton. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. So, not that I have any problems with with heifers. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 about whatever. You know, yeah, you can be any you don't shape. Discriminate. No, no, as long as it's any female. shape and size, any female, human female or alien, right? Uh, or a robot. I, that's pretty much. I have to draw the line somewhere. So no score in our our hockey game yet. So no blood. We're we're hanging in there. Already a better start than last night for him. All right, so uh, we'll uh, Monday we'll be back talk a little football and whatever else happens. I'm sure by Monday there'll be some other drama with the Texans. I'm I'm going to say this time it'll be Deshaun Watson talks. But Deshaun, don't talk. Come on our show Monday, please. We, we break down the NFL games. We can, uh, you know, we could come up with a gym of the day just for you, Deshaun. It'll probably involve Jesus Easterby. And you can you can uh, say whatever you want. All right, that'll do it. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. That was okay. Uh, great job by the, the Twitchers and Texters and, and uh, people on Twitter today. You guys were awesome. You guys were awesome all week. Look forward to uh, doing this again on Monday. Till then, stay sports, you bitches. SPN 97.5. Please, Please have a